Since it's Chapter 65 of our podcast, why not talk about retirement? Specifically, the Macron Initiative to go from 62 to 64. Well, the fun doesn't stop there. After a nail-biting episode of Succession this past week, we discuss inheritance laws in France. And it's a wrap on my Shutter project. This is Jeff and Julie moved to France during a global pandemic. What have we been looking for for the past two weeks? Happiness? <laughs> it, yeah. <laughs> Tranquility? Yeah. Uh, no, you have been obsessed because we've we've been missing a, a car fob to open up our, our gates, our portail. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You uh, you lost that thing a few... I lost that a thing. A couple of weeks ago. And uh, so, yeah. Been, yeah, pretty uh, much every day. Julie, have you, have you looked for it? Did you yeah, find it? Did, yeah. did, where well, did you put it? Well, because I, I have to alternate. Like, I have to, you know, when I'm going in this car to take stuff to the dechettery, oh, it doesn't have the fob. I have to get out and go to another car and get the fob. Oh, wow. Such a hard life. Oh. Anyway, so today you, you said, can you just take some time and, and take a look? For the fob. I said it very nicely. Yes. Well, yeah, yeah. I did. And and you said, have you checked all your pockets mm-hmm. when you go for your walks? <laughs> have you checked all your handbags? Yeah. And, I, and I go, yes, yes. And I go, have you checked that's all a, your jackets? That's a day-long job. And you said, yeah. And you said, <laughs> yeah, Julie, I've checked all my jackets. And then you put your hand on the top pocket of the jacket you were actually <laughs> wearing and Ta-da! The fob. So you must have put it in the top pocket of my jacket. Of course, it's me. It's my fault. (laughs) But, but you know, it's just so funny because at at this stage of the game, we're looking for things all the time. Like, where are my glasses? Where's my pen? Where are my shoes? Where's Where's my my keys? (laughs) Holy God, we're just two people. I mean, I don't know where stuff goes. I think your dad had it right when he put everything around his neck. So he couldn't couldn't really lose anything. Including my mom's hands. (laughs) Um, On another domestic note, you know how at the beginning when you're... Oh, you're you're doing dirty laundry now. It is literally dirty laundry. Uh, So, you know, at the beginning of your relationship, everything's just sort of like uh, batting of the eyes. And, you know, you come, fella comes home from work and you get the mashed potatoes in the shape of a heart. You know that. (laughs) Who are you married to? (laughs) No, I do remember you were doing a morning show in Canada, and, and you were and you were getting up super early, like three yeah. o'clock in the morning, yeah. to to go to work. And at at first, when we at, were first. Married, at first, I would get up at the same time and make you a little breakfast, yeah. and pack you little snacks. And by the way, when Julie says at first, the first day. <laughs> It was the first day of our marriage. Yeah, it got a got a little old. Yeah, uh, you you mean on Tuesday? Uh, Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. on the Tuesday of the of the. uh, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) no no breakfast uh, today. Three o'clock in the morning is it kind of ruins your day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that lasted for about five minutes. Anyway, so (laughs) I'm I'm unfurling my uh, you know my my socks from the sock drawer and like both of them are inside out. (laughs) Julie's in the next room, and I said. So I guess we've given up on uh, right side in for the socks, huh? And here's what she said. Yep. If you can't be nice enough to turn your clothes right side out. No, the machine does it. No, 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 no. The machine does not do it. You flip your socks out. No, no, I don't. Put put them in the basket. No, no. 
This is you're that's a story. No, I'm I'm being serious. I take great care in making sure that when I put the socks in the hamper, they're right side out. I don't know. I don't, oh, no, I don't no, think that's right. The, it's the machine that does it. It's Well, sometimes your t-shirts are inside out too. No, the machine does. The that. machine does not do that. One of the two machines. Anyway, the the big point that everybody has to take from this is that I'm the one who does the laundry. Yeah. Well, because I I can't do it right. It's 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 like loading the dishwasher. I just chuck stuff in there now because I know it's all going to be redone. Like I, I put plates where the cutlery goes. I don't care because I I know it's all going to be moved around by uh, Julio CD. Uh, but on on a nice note, it yeah. was, it was your day this this past week. Uh yeah, last Saturday was. Uh, my my day, the yeah. Julie day. Julie day on the weird French calendar. Yeah, and it, it is weird. And uh, I I happen to be doing uh, some s- supermarket shopping, and and the florist uh, ha- on on the chalkboard had Happy Birthday, Julie. But so, it's not. Well, but fête, Julie. Yeah, but it's not a birth. It's not. It's your... a celebration of all Julies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, because we not mentioned bir- not birthday, but yeah. celebration day. Right. But because we mentioned this last week, and and I reminded you, oh, it's your it's your day today. Don't forget when you're <laughs> buying groceries. Yeah. So uh, now we, I, it's yeah. out. I do laundry. I do the groceries. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And I get and I do seventy five acres worth of grass cutting. <laughs> Holy crap! Yeah. So it's you not got, a competition. So the, we're gonna <laughs> because of our spicy topic list uh, for chapter sixty five. We're not gonna have a whole ton of beautiful photos. But we will have a photo of Julie's day on the board. Mm-hmm. I that took a is, photo. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's something. That one. Yep. It was a good week, though, for us in the collective with our ongoing uh, solar uh, industrial complex issue. Mm-hmm. Um, without even uh, reaching out to the press yet, um, we were contacted by a, a pretty popular southwestern newspaper who came to interview uh, Ségolène, Olivier, and myself and wrote uh, quite a, a nice article about our situation, what our goals were, uh, took uh, some, some photos, um, and, uh, and that, um, I think, is spreading the word. And the more people are conscious about what's going on, the more we are hopeful that we'll be able to you know, get through this, this issue. Uh, in addition, there's a, a very well-listened-to radio station, a local station here. Uh, it's Radio 4 du Lot-et-Garonne. And um, yesterday morning, Ségolène was interviewed. And it was a lengthy interview, I think. Like, I want to say between 10 and 15 minutes. It was, uh, was on 10 air. minutes. 10 minutes. 10 minutes, mm-hmm. huh? And she did a great job. What a pro! She said, she texted me that she was super nervous, but she hit all the all the, the punch po- points, the important yeah. important mm-hmm. points, uh, in a very uh, eloquent fashion. And uh, I think that uh, got a little bit more. Uh, you got a few more people talking. So. I think I think eventually it's going to get some traction with the press, and then we're going to be following up shortly with uh, an actual press release. And you have been compiling lists of addresses and. And so we'll be set to do that very shortly. I mean, that's all you can do. I mean, this is a ridiculous notion. And, you know, uh, again, the Macron government has decided that they need 4,000 hectares of land for solar projects. This was a directive from their offices 
uh, I, I believe in 2021, and they've just it's the, the people who are responsible for procuring these 4,000 plus hectares are just running roughshod around the country, and you know it, it has to. It has to be directed properly. You, you you can't just be taking fertile land, and and beautiful landscapes and ratching them up with these uh, solar complexes when there is an inordinate amount of space uh, on you know rooftops in industrial areas, parking lots. Those are the areas that make sense. So we're doing our best to bring attention to this, and we hope that. Uh, uh, the next phase of the operation, which is a full reach out to the press, uh, has some teeth to it. Yeah, I, I think it's 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 going really well considering we've only been at it for a short time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's a very small group of people who are really doing the work on this too. So that's uh, let's hope uh, that 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 continues. You know, the weirdest thing happened. You know, yeah. I, I, I get it that, you know, like, I, I think ever since that McDonald's lawsuit where the person sued McDonald's because they got burnt by the coffee. Remember that 100 years ago? I do. I think, honestly, that was the that was the touchstone moment of when the world lost its marbles. Uh, you know, and then they paid the person out. I can't remember the, the nature. Well, I think it was a hefty... Yeah, no, no, but I don't think it was, I I think it was settled out of court. I'm not sure. But anyway, the point being, people are morons, morons. What do you think is going to, what do you think is in that coffee? Do you think that in that coffee cup is hot coffee? It's it's like walking outside and suing somebody because the sky's blue. You know, it's ridiculous. So ever since then, now, uh, because of litigation, everybody's got to cover their butt. Everybody's got to cover their butts so they don't get sued. The latest example of that, I'm in my workshop, and what I like to do is I like to, because uh, I'm a bit of an audiophile going back over the many years, and I, one thing I understand is if the source of your audio is at its maximum volume, then your amplifier doesn't have to be as loud, and so what you're doing is you're reducing the signal-to-noise ratio. Okay, but iPhone doesn't know that my phone is going into another amplifier, which is broadcasting out of speakers. They think it's from my headphones. So all of a sudden, (laughs) and this happens all the time in my workshop. No. Now it is adjustable. Okay, so I can go into the menu and turn this stupid notification off. But here's what happens. I'm grooving along to a tune, doing my woodworking, and all of a sudden, bing, bonk. And a message comes up. The nanny state message from iPhone comes up. Volume should be turned down. Based on your headphone usage over the last seven days, you've exceeded the recommended <laughs> limit for audio exposure. Wow. I swear to God. Wow. Oh, it's just... Does it matter that you have a big head? Pardon me? Does it matter? That, like, how do they know? Like, if it was my head... Because my if it, are... if, if it was your head, it wouldn't matter because headphones don't fit. <laughs> well, that that's really interesting. Yeah, so anyway, I'm gonna have to turn that one but off. But there's something but... kind of positive about that. What's that, Julie? What is that? Well, really, th- if somebody, well, someone who's not as knowledgeable as you are about sound, 
they might be just blasting stuff in their ears. I'm thinking of a teenage it, guy or yeah, something. But it, to me, it's it's almost like the cigarette warnings. If people at this stage of the world don't know that cigarettes are harmful to your health. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. So, what you do, you don't know that if you listen to things really really loud, it's 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 going to be an impairment. I don't think there's any harm it's, it's, in them issuing a warning. Like, like it's like when hair dryers had the warning, "Don't submerge in water." Okay, thanks for that. <laughs> right. Or when I got my new iron and it said, "Make sure you take the jacket off." Yeah. Before you iron. Yeah. Make sure you take your jacket off before you iron it. It's just unbelievable. Okay. <laughs> Uh, anyway, that's it. very interesting about your iPhone. I was reading about um, uh, Succession recently because there's been so much press because of, of the third episode of the fourth season. Oh. And hopefully we're not spoiling it for anybody. But oh, yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah, something very dramatic happened. And the article I was reading um, mentioned that iPhone or Apple does not like when bad guys in film and television use their product. So they don't allow it. So they don't, I don't know if it's like a steadfast, like hard rule, but I think if you're, you know, it, it, I think it, it was the film Knives Out where the the director kind of said they didn't want the, the, the bad guys to have iPhones. Instead, they have to have Android. So if you're watching some kind of a mystery, uh, either either a TV show or a movie, and somebody you think is a good guy is using like Android. Mm-hmm. Oh, you better watch out. Okay. Well, ba- back to succession. Yeah. So, what kind of phone did Logan Roy have? I don't know. An Android. Oh, yeah. <laughs> an Android. Uh huh. What kind of phone does Jerry have? Oh, Jerry. I think. I don't know. An Android. Oh, but the kids all had iPhones. Oh, wow. So that's, oh, I see where you're going. Uh-huh. Yep. So I don't know. They could be mixing things up, but that was very interesting. I wonder about the other guys, because I, I, I sense this thing is going to turn into a almost a playoff between, you know, or a duel between, you know, Jerry and the group of uh, managers or whatever. Yeah, the old, the, and the the kids. old guard. Yeah, the old guard. And, and the kids. And the kids. And potentially new kids that pop up. Who knows? Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah. So the uh, well, I, I wonder if the iPhone. I wonder if the iPhone makers have uh, can can actually assert themselves into a show and say you cannot use that phone. I wonder. Uh, yeah. I, I well, it's it's you know the, I think they allow the product to be used if it's used properly right. and and by good people. Right. So. <laughs> Isn't that hilarious? Yeah, it is. It is. But that whole episode with, uh, and now just the big reveal, uh, Logan, the matri- matriarch, no, pa- patriarch. patriarch of the family, um, has a, a sudden attack and passes away. Well, at least that's what we think. At least that's what we think. Well, anyway, um, that brought me to thinking about, you know, succession and inheritance laws here in France. Well, yeah, because we're... You know, and as it applies to us, because, you know, we're Canadian citizens, we're here on a visitor's visa, but we pay taxes here and we have a house here. So with respect to a will, how does it work? Yeah, well, there's been some recent changes because the French law is complicated. Oy. 
And they, uh, under French law, uh, you cannot disinherit your children. Well, that's a bummer. (laughs) We don't have kids, so whatever. (laughs) Um, But yeah, uh, so, you know, there have been court cases. Uh, Johnny Halliday, who was a huge um, superstar singer here, really lots of hit records, um, kind of known as the French Elvis, got remarried. Um, and had two children from a previous marriage. He moved to Los Angeles with his new wife. He ain't nothing but a hound dog. (laughs) And uh, he uh, disinherited his children. Did he really? Yeah. And then they sued. So it it was a big deal. And then it was the whole, well, which law applies? Is it the U.S. Mm. common law or is it the French law? But for us, it's the reverse. Right. So... Up until 2015, uh, we would have been under French law because we're, we live here and pay taxes here. Okay. But um, the EU decided that that was not necessarily a, a fair idea, especially for people who are coming from other countries. So um, now— And, we, and pro- sorry, probably quite discouraging— uh, yeah, uh, for sure, for no. sure. Um, it, you know, because it, it, under French law, the spouse gets a quarter of the estate. Like they tell you who you can give money to. Yeah, that's uh, you know. Whereas in in North America, in Canada, you, you can arrange your affairs whichever way you want. You mean like in freedom? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so in yeah, in 2015, something called the Brussels Four. Um, it came out, and it um, stipulates that. In your will, and it has to be in your will, you can choose the jurisdiction under which your will is executed. Ah, I see. So, well, who's going to pick? If you have the choice of, you know, Canada or United States or France, who's going to pick France? Uh, Not very many people. No. No. Uh, And the taxation in France is ridiculous. Like oh, it's it, it, it's like it's it's three p. It, it can go up to sixty percent. Oh, you mean inheritance tax? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So not not only have you paid taxes on all that money. Yes. That you have. Yes. Now you have to pay an inheritance tax. Yes. Holy crap. So it's it's really quite complicated, and I think you know the French government tightened things up a little bit in twenty twenty one, I think, um, where they wanted to make sure that children were were covered properly, even though the will is in a, a different country's jurisdiction. Okay. Uh, and I, I, from what I'm told, it, it has to do with you know different um, cultures where uh, women are disinherited automatically and only men carry on, uh, kind of like under Sharia law and other other. Mm. Um, so I think they were trying to write that, but it should have been I think more about you know, making sure that women had their rights, uh, n- n- not so general. In any case, it doesn't affect us because we don't have kids and um you know we we will definitely be choosing um to have our affairs settled in canada oh yeah we we already have i mean it's just that's 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 a no-brainer i mean and and the other thing is just forget about you know the taxation forget about it's choice it's like you know we have the freedom to do uh, pass the money of uh, you know on to whoever whomever we want or to uh, uh, whatever group we want, because I know we, yeah. you know, we want to be able to leave some money for dogs and uh, yeah. you know things like yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, you know, you've worked hard all your life. You've accumulated some assets. 
uh, it should be your choice, not the government's choice, who gets, you know, the benefits of, of your labor. Absolutely. That brings me to the French phrase of the day. Okay. Okay. So we're going from food, which is, seems to be the normal one, uh-huh. to uh, heavy-duty finance and inheritance. and. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Le plus riche héritage mm-hmm. que puisse laisser un homme de bien, c'est son exemple. Uh, okay, one more. Go, go. Like. Le plus riche héritage. The very rich heritage. Que puisse laisser un homme de bien. Uh, que, so that's a subjunctive, isn't it? Que puisse. So that's mm-hmm. that's from faire. Uh, puisse uh, is um, pouvoir. Un uh, pouvoir. Okay. It's uh, one more time on that one. Le plus riche héritage que puisse laisser un homme de bien, ah. c'est son exemple. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, I, I piece it all together, but yeah, Ken, uh, huh, what is it? <laughs> well, it's just... <laughs> okay, yeah, it's, so... It's words I don't use. The richest, the richest succession or heritage that a man of, of wealth can leave is his example. Oh. That's mm-hmm. a very good phrase. Isn't it? Can you just do the, the French version top to bottom without me uh, <laughs> ruining it? <laughs> Le plus riche héritage que puisse laisser un homme de bien, c'est son exemple. Ah, isn't that great? Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, there were, there were lots of, um, you know, sayings and, and proverbs. Um, based on succession and heritage. And a lot always said, you know, the best inheritance is education. And, Mm -hmm. you know, um, so, uh, except when you're French. (laughs) Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, no kidding. Well, yeah. So that's interesting that they made this flip in 2015. And I'm wondering if the reason for the flip was the fact that they were, you know, losing... Uh, people who were interested in moving here from, say, North America, yeah. um, because of that, because that is a that is really punitive. You know, you've you've worked your life, as you say, for for your achievements uh, and your wealth, let's say, and you have set up in the United States or Canada the way you want to distribute that uh, in your death, and then all of a sudden you move here and it just disappears, it vanishes. Yeah. So, you know, the, the point here is it's really important to have your affairs in order. There needs to be documentation on what your wishes are. People have to be named. Uh, you know, if, if you're in a civil relationship, um, your spouse, even if you've been living together for a long, long time, if they're not named in the will, they don't have access to um, the reserve. Yeah, because they're, it's not blood, right? Uh, children, children rule here. Yeah, and and it's very counterintuitive to how we see things because we're North American, but it's th- this is how they've d- dealt with things for centuries. All right, we got to we got to change gears here, and I I need to ask you a question. What are what 
what is the significance of wise people here in this in this country? We have we have wise men here. It's it's like going back in time two thousand years. Well, we have they're, they're called les sages, so sages. Oh my God! And it's a group of nine uh, people mm-hmm. all together. Um, currently, there are six men and three women. Mm-hmm. And they are the ones that look after the Constitution for okay. La République. Okay, I'm just wondering, well, well, we'll hear you flesh this out, and I'm wondering if there is a comparison. I mean, it certainly won't be identical, but to the Supreme Court, let's say, because in matters of Constitution, that's where the Supreme Court comes I th- to life. I think there's significant Similarities? commonality okay. yeah, between the two. Um, so it's an, an important day in, in France. Today. Yeah. Um, les sages are going to um, determine whether or not uh, Macron's reform um, is constitutional and can move forward. And specifically, the bill number is? Uh, well, the part, I think the part that everybody's upset about is the, the 49-3 clause that allows it to move through the House without a vote. So they're going to be looking through the, doc- the, the, the legalese of the document. Uh, from what I'm, I- I'm told, um, they potentially could remove some sentences, um, you know, or green light the entire document. They can, they can change? Or t- take it in its entirety and, and have it greenlit or say, no, this is, this can't go. Um, you know, the, the press right now is saying that it's, it's, the chances are pretty good that it's going to go through. Um, so that's one. That means more protests. Yeah. That's one of the things that they have to determine. The second thing that they're determining today is the referendum that the left is putting forward. Um, and this referendum would be put out, um, to the electorate to, uh, determine whether or not they agree with the age being pushed to 64 instead of 62. But if it's if this is greenlit, it still has to go through quite a few hoops. Um, it has to be uh, approved in Parliament, which that it has. It has to be approved by the sages. And, <laughs> and then it has to go out to the public. Um, there's a petition that goes out to the public and they have to get a tenth of the electorate to sign. Holy, how many people is that? Five million that's 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 more than a door-to-door exercise I'm thinking <laughs> yeah. and they have to get that done within nine months and then it still has to go somewhere like mm-hmm. to another body yeah and so we're it, it really is we're very dependent on what happens today um to see what that means in terms of strikes in terms of protests protests uh, in terms of oh M- Macron's future because yeah. if this if they determine that this is not constitutional he's this whole thing is dead in the water yeah he, he he's got four years left to his his mandate and it's going to be a really rough four years because he's already a, a minority a minority government mm-hmm. so you know having this and and they've gone through two two votes that they narrowly got out of of non-confidence. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 a very tense time, very tense time in France. You know the, these sages. So if it is like the Supreme Court in the United States, uh, you, you know I, I'm okay with with you know smart people like that deliberating over const over a constitutional issue. You mm-hmm. know it's it's a 
it's a chamber. Yes. Now, those people in the states are appointed, and so that they, they are ruling on law. I don't like the idea of them being able to change or add or subtract from a bill because that's that's up to the legislators. To me, that's up to the yeah. elected bodies, not the appointed bodies. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not 100% clear on what their abilities are on that front. I do know that the they are appointed for nine years, one term of nine years. Holy cow. And if um, someone passes away, um, the replacement gets to fill in the rest of the nine years and gets another nine years. So these are people that are, you know, there for quite some time. Gee whiz. Well, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll obviously find out more uh, later on today about the results of this, I hope. But we'll certainly have more on Chapter 66 about it. Because, you know what, here we are now heading into May. We're mid-April, heading into May. People have plans, and uh, like we have, we have friends coming very soon. Actually, like within the next couple of months, and we would hate to have more disruptions on the travel front. Yeah, I think some people are holding off on their travel because of the disruptions, especially in the big cities. It it doesn't affect us as much in rural France. Like we don't actually feel any of the no, effects. No, zero. But if we were in Marseille or Lyon or Paris, yeah. I think it would be a different. And, and you were saying that regardless of how this uh, the sages come <laughs> through with their little vote, that the unions are going to be maybe a little bit less intensified in terms of well, their it, the disruption. Protest, yeah, protests are kind of, they're losing steam because, you know, I think when salaried employees go on and, and protest, they don't get paid. Right. So a lot of people, and there's been, I think, nine strike days or, uh, yeah. So mm. so they're, they're a little, uh, I think, um, more apprehensive. Yeah, that and, makes sense. And I think they kind of see that the, the writing's on the wall, that this will get, you know, pushed through. So I don't know that there will be as much strike activity, but I, I do know that, you know, it seems as though the, the French are quite um, perturbed to put it lightly. And so, you know, future protests are, are, I think, definitely going to be occurring. Well, because we have people coming and, uh, and, and there are a lot of people who travel from North America to France, we'll have an update on this for next week's show. But because the vote is only today, there's really not much information available yet, but there will be trickling out uh, over the course of the next week. Hey, I have finally finished this ridiculous shutter project. Um, I started this, I, I don't know, it was before Christmas, was it not? Like I built the, the it, shutters? It seems like it was before Christmas. Do you know that the uh, the the building, the absolute, you know, the construction, the carpentry, all of that for five sets of very tall shutters, that was nothing compared to the painting process. <laughs> oh my God, this now, is... It's been forever painting these things. Now, at, at first you were excited by the project. Do, do you now have some reservations well, about no, taking on these no, kinds no, of No, no, I things? don't have any regrets. It's just, I, you know, again, I just did not anticipate the amount of... And here, here's the reason that it, it got... Uh, it became sort of onerous, and, and that is that uh, the paint... Uh, we're using it's an oil-based paint. That's what everybody recommends, and three coats, and the first coat's diluted, and so... It doesn't dry as quickly as a latex paint. So, you know, typically with a latex paint, you throw it on the boards. The next morning, you're doing it again. Oh, not with these. And and I could only do one side at a time. 
So I'd paint them, three days later, flip the boards, paint that side, and it just became this. And it's it's completely tied up my workshop. Completely tied up Well, my there workshop. were shutters all over the place. Mm-hmm. Well, there aren't any more. We got one more set. They're drying. I painted them yesterday, and uh, hopefully by the weekend... I'm going to be able to hang those up and get a picture of them for the Facebook page. And that's the end of that. Now I'm going to start working on the this bar thing in our dining area. So it's fun. You're going to start a new project. No, no, it's fun. I'm not. I'm not uh, yes, absolutely. I am. And there's, there's not going to be as much painting involved. No, spray painting this time. So that's uh. going to be a whole new uh, – uh, that's a whole new uh, skill set for me. I've never done and when, spray painting. And when do I get my island? In the, in the, in in the, the outdoor kitchen. Outdoor kitchen. Ooh, look at that clock on the wall. Oh, wow, we're running a little late here. we got to run. On next week's show, we hope to travel to another of France's most beautiful villages. Limoges. Yes, yes. It's just a, a, a little north and east of Bergerac. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, where the Dordogne in the, I believe it's the, what, what's the Vizère. Vizère River, right. Right. Um, where they, where they, where they intersect. Where yeah. they intersect. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's a beautiful village on the water. Um, there are art shops, artisans, local um, fair. Um, there's this beautiful, apparently 12th century Romanesque church that we're going to go visit. Mm-hmm. So it's exciting. We're going to get off the reservation. and uh, Yeah, hopefully we'll have some uh, cool photos of that for you on next week's show. Chapter 66 drops next Friday. This is Jeff and Julie move to France during a global pandemic. À très vite.